Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of The Chai Chronicles. Um, I'm Maddie, your host, and today we have a very special guest, the one, the only, Kit. Do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, sure. Hi, uh, my name is Kit. My pronouns are they, them. Um, I am a writer and do, that focuses mostly in screenwriting. And I've, you know, dabbled in acting and directing. Kind of been a one-person show. Yeah. Safe to say that they are very, very talented. Okay, then. Well, as today's episode is titled, we are going to be talking about queer representation in the media, which is a topic that is both very dear and near to both of our hearts. So um, do you want to start by talking about that show you were telling me Um about uh for the viewers we uh maddie myself and another one of our friends we have a group chat called the council of lesbians and uh this morning i saw on tiktok a uh show it's a like a queer indie uh almost web series i would say and it's called hetero um and i sent it to them and then uh the other friend had just replied back saying that uh they binged all of it and that uh, she loved it because it is absolutely amazing. Has some of the best representation that I've ever seen. I remember seeing it on TikTok a while back and I like saved it as a favorite and I was like, oh, I'll definitely come back to this. But I'm really glad that you definitely watched it. Um, do you want to give like a quick plot overview of everything? Yeah. So Hetero is about a gay straight alliance. It's got about five kids in it and they are all they're all gay and um they're tasked with like expanding their group and like you know becoming friends with straight people and they're very against that um and it kind of follows them throughout a two-week period i believe they have and it's it's very cute there's like a there's a couple different romance plots all five of them have I wouldn't say equal amount of screen time, but like enough character development that you feel very connected to all of the characters. There's definitely a few of them that I'm like, if we get season two, which I'm praying, you know, I'm their biggest fan now. Um, I'm praying they get a season two that we get to explore more of the characters. But even for me, having a... Um, a butch lesbian like uh they're the main character their name is quinn they go by they them pronouns or she they but i think it's more they them and they're a masculine lesbian and it's very rare in media that we get to see that i remember i saw your text and you were like if i had this representation in high school like i don't know what i would have done and i just think that it's so amazing that more and more mainstream media is particularly putting more um queer relationships and queer representation in high school scenarios like the one we watched a movie um a few weeks ago it was, it was crush right on mm -hmm. um disney plus and i remember both of yeah. us were like sobbing because it was it was just so cute and just wholesome and really really adorable um yeah and i love I think we'll talk about this later, more later on, but like the idea of um, just homophobia not being as big of a thing and not making it the whole entire plot, which I really like because it's just 
I don't know. I like, why do we need to, why can't we just have happy lesbians? And speaking of that, um, I was just in a original play that I did, um, with some other people and basically it's just happy lesbians. It's like, if you've read the book, this is how you lose the time war. It's basically, this is how you lose the time war slash rom-com pride and prejudice, basically modern rom-com pride and prejudice. Okay. Don't spoil this is how you lose the time war because i'm halfway through i have it. it i'm only halfway through I... it too i haven't finished it but the whole concept oh. <laughs> is that they they use a magic trash the two characters use a magic trash can to write about how much they hate the other person um and then they end up kid passing their love and all of that and it's it's very very cute um but i remember the first thing that we said in our feedback session was we want happy lesbians um and I was like, yes, it's it was great. It was really, really cute. And the person who I played it with, they were incredible um, and really fun. And it was just such a great experience because we had quite a few queer people show up to our first performance. And then <laughs> the they were very enthusiastic about it. That, that's basically it. Um, but yeah, Absolutely. I just love getting to see more media like that. Um, I think even just having characters there, like, I know you haven't watched Stranger Things, um, but that is, you know, an incredibly, like, mainstream Robin is, le- is a lesbian, show. right? Yeah. Uh, yes. I, I have a little pop figure of Robin up there. Robin's my favorite character because when when she comes out, are you okay if I spoil it for you? It's been years. I know it's been years. Yeah, sure. It's been it's been years. I've, I need to get it. I need to hurry up and watch it. Um, I think you'd be too scared to watch it, though, to be honest. I know. I would. I probably would. Like, it's funny because I want to shoot a horror film at, like, three weeks. So, great. Um, but, um, yeah, when she, like, when she comes out, the character who, the only character that she's ever come out to, which is Steve... He chastises her for her taste in women as opposed to, like, her being gay. And it's it's quite adorable. And for me, I was... I was uh, it was a couple years ago, so I was still in the closet. But it was, like, it was nice to see that representation, even if, you know, things hadn't quite clicked for me. And... As I tell you frequently, I'm not that far out of high school, but I'm far enough out of high school that I go, if I'd had this six years ago, I I would have loved myself a lot sooner. I think that applies to so many different people, and it's a very common experience. Um, I'm working currently at a theater camp, and one of the girls... Um, is I at first I was like I don't know if I should like be talking about my sexuality and stuff and I was like no no I like whatever I it's my life um yeah yeah and as I was talking to one of the other girls um I I saw she was drawing an asexual flag and I was like oh are you ace and she's like yeah and I was like I I'm really glad that she gets to grow up seeing representation. I know Ace representation still has a very long way to go, but it was just so heartwarming to see kids. And when I was explaining, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm a lesbian. I was telling, like, these 10-year-olds this. They were like, okay, whatever. They just didn't care. And I was like, great, awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Hate is 
is a learned thing. And it's like, it's learned very young. Mm. But if kids aren't fostered in an environment around hate, then it's not a big deal to them. It's interesting that you that you mentioned that like you kind of like don't always talk about your sexuality and you can kind of keep it hidden because we're very different people. Like I am a butch, like you can very clearly see I'm gay. Mm. And it's interesting how your experience of lesbianism is so different from mine because, you know, I get I get weird looks on the street. People I'm very it's a very external experience as well as an internal one. Mm. Now, it's not to say that I, you know, don't have white privilege. And if I if I dressed a certain way and if I looked a certain way, I wouldn't experience that. But it's definitely, it's it's an interesting experience, the difference between the two of us that we have. And I'm sure for you, more like feminine representation of of lesbians is really important for you just as more masculine representation is really important for me. Yeah, I definitely, when I tell people that I'm a lesbian, they always are like, they kind of give me like a look and I'm like, okay. But at the same time, <laughs> like, you sure you're not bi? Yeah, they're like, they just, I don't know. They just, I, I'm very straight passing. I don't know if that's a thing. I think it yeah, is. No, yeah, it is. it is. But I, I just dress quite hyper feminine. Like I really do love wearing more androgynous masculine styles but I mean it's summer right now and it is hot as all get out um so like I'm over here wearing these like really frilly vintage dresses and recently like have been doing a lot of research into queer theory and the reason why people are so afraid of lesbians is because we don't fit inside the patriarchy there isn't a all we can be seen at is, is a threat to men, which is why people perceive lesbians as a threat, because we threaten the patriarchy. We're not actually a threat, which is, you know, a super anti-black rhetoric of lesbians. Um, so it's okay to wear dresses and be feminine, and you don't need to dress androgynous. Yeah, and that's for everyone who is listening, whether or not you are queer or not, but dress how you want to dress. It's your life. Um, I wanted to talk about as well, something I wanted to bring up with you is our um, like gay awakenings, because I feel like, I know we definitely have a few in common, but I, I wanted to talk about some that I think some people might be like, oh yeah, and others that people are like, really? Because I have some weird ones, but yeah. I think for the most part they I are quite... Do you want to go first? Okay, so when um one that I've like discovered more recently is Kristen Stewart. Um, is this like, like I know? I know era? that. Um, or is it like? No, after? no, no. This is this okay, is after. So this is after. Like, yeah, this again. is after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then um, so, but she, she at the moment she's like capitalist top mm-hmm. top. And, and I mean, top, but also Rachel Ziegler. I don't know. See, Ooh. here's the thing. For me, a large part of my life, Rachel Zieg- Zieg- Ziegler. Sorry, I might pretend she's um, Maria in oh, West okay. Side Story. Okay. Yeah, she's only like 21. She's absolutely phenomenal. I, I You're for also, me, the biggest part of my life I had growing. Eva Nobleza from. Is that how I pronounce her name? Yes. Yes. Eva Nob. Yeah. Nobleza. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
But for me, it was a huge part of my life where I was like, do I want to be, be this woman or be with this woman? And I think I only started to, and I still have like severe, like I want to be, like I want to have the roles that they have. Like they're really what, like incredible singers and just overall mm -hmm. really talented. But at the same time, they're also really, <laughs> really pretty. Um, so it's like, you know, I just, I'm vibing in the zone where I'm like, oh, they're awesome, but I also really like them. So, absolutely. Yeah. I think the youngest queer thoughts I can remember about, if we're talking about, like, outside of, like, me just really, really wanting to be friends with my, my friends who were girls, just so much that my heart hurt. Other than that, um, it was Jennifer Morrison in Once Upon a Time. It's Emma Is that in Once Upon a Time. Oh my god! Okay, we all know that. Um, we all know that. Uh, oh my god, Swan yes. Queen. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the a, that's a shit. Yeah, Emma and Regina, no. which I loved, but I think I more just wanted Emma to be with me. Um, and there's another person mm. who I think I was about twelve when I when I saw her for the first time, and she is still still the love the love of my life the celebrity love of my life and that's elizabeth mitchell who was the uh the yes, snow queen and first first and she was kill also, but also of first yeah, yeah she was in uh first kill as Margot, and then she played the the snow queen in season four of once upon a time and that's my type <laughs> For me, I also was very leaning heavily on animated women. Um, so, like, Esmeralda, Mulan, and Kida were, like, oh my goodness. And so many others. But, like, just an animated women just hit different. I don't know how to describe it, but I am waiting for a lesbian Disney movie. Like, why haven't we received this yet? Like, I know we're getting there. I mean, Luca was basically was MLM. But yeah, it was very queer coded. It's interesting. It was, I yeah. was more. I have never really, other than um, Caitlin from Arcane, I never really had crushes on animated women. I think I didn't watch enough animated things as a child. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know me, I didn't watch TV until I was basically ten, and then when I started watching TV, it was like. Wizards of Waverly Place. Actually, there we go. Selena Gomez. Yes. For me, I used to, I, I think I told you this, but I used to watch Barbie movies like religiously I as a child. They're coming to Netflix. So and yeah, they are. I'm so, I'm so happy for that. I am like, because Princess, no, no, not Princess of Barbie. Barbie Diamond Castle is the gayest out there. Like that one is two cottagecore lesbians. Yeah. Barbie is out here, and I actually, this is a conversation for another time that I could, like, talk about this for hours, but the narrative that Barbie puts forth, um, like, those Barbie, those classic Barbie movies are actually really empowering uh, from a feminist perspective, like, if you, I watched this whole video on it, and it's, I, I can, I can share it with you sometime, but it was really interesting, the opinions that this person brought up about, like, gay, like, the, the, Venn diagram, sort the Venn diagram between like queer, the queerness of the Barbie movies and the feminism empowerment of it, and they were like actually quite relatively linked because at the time Barbie was like when it was created, it was a whole 
new thing. Like, I can't remember something. I can't remember her last name. Roberts. Who made Barbie's Wow, shoot. Um, yes. Um, she has a middle name, but I can't remember it. Like Barbara Millicent like, Roberts. That's what yeah. Barbie's full name is. How do you remember that? You know, though? I can remember like, that, but I can't do you remember, remember any of math from high school. I am so mad. I know this is very, like, on topic right now, is all of the sapphic shows being canceled by Netflix and Disney Plus, and I'm just not happy. If they take, if they try, if they try to take away Arcane, I will fight. Like my fists will be coming up. Like no, Arcane, Arcane. I, I mean, it's done so well, so Arcane I don't think they even too, would. Arcane is too popular with men mm. to be taken away. If that I makes am, sense. I I have my my subtle flex is that I played League of Legends like two years before arcane came out so like you know also ella purnell ella purnell ella purnell ella purnell she is so beautiful um and it's also just like admiring women as well going back to the point from earlier it's just women are so pretty and i'm like oh my goodness like you're just every time like i see one of my friends um i -hmm. just like i like literally lesbians will be your biggest type woman like they will hype you up they will i agree like, they're just amazing. Like, everyone needs a lesbian in their always, life. I will always be a hype woman. Um, where was I going? I can't remember. Um, but, our, yeah, I, I played Arcane. I, I made Lux. Um, so, yeah. I had a friend who was really, really good, and we kind of started, like, not a club together, but we used to play, like, religiously a lot. I said religiously a lot today. Um, <laughs> Anything but, you want to talk about? No. No, I don't, I don't think so. I mean... Yeah. No, but like, um, because I, the camp I work at, I, I kind of have to be careful because I, like, accidentally let uh, the F bomb drop a few times. So I've, I've always been like, okay, I gotta, like, really watch my language and stuff. Um, because I was talking to it, to one of the counselors who was working with me, and I, I, I just at one point was like, like, OF. And the kids all went, oh, oh my God. And I was like, shoot. But moving on from that. So that uh, I have a sailor's mouth. Like, I really do. I think that's what happens when you move to England. Um, but going back to, like, what we were actually talking about, which I somehow managed to get us all the way there, um, is, like, going back, I actually haven't seen a whole ton of these sapphic shows. Like, I haven't, I haven't watched Owl House. I haven't watched... Um, I am not okay with this. And there's another one. I did watch First Kill. I watched um, the one with you. Trinkets is one of them. Uh, what, wild or something Hunters. out of the wilds. The wilds. Yeah. I mean, I'm still trying to get you to watch Portrait of a Lady on Fire, but you refuse to watch it because it's in French. No. It I is just, so uh, good. And it's so I know. I'm sure gay. it is. <laughs> it is. There's... There's okay no but have you seen this SNL skit? I think I've showed this. Yes, I think I showed, showed this with you. But for for all those who have not seen this, there's this SNL skit that is every lesbian movie, every every lesbian period drama ever, and it's like hands touching, like two lines of dialogue. Rocky walks along the beach, and I was dying because I was like, it's so accurate. It really is. Um, it is, and I still eat it up every time. Yeah, I think 
when we're talking about like sapphic shows being canceled it's unfortunate because the like lesbian and sapphic community is far smaller it's much less palatable to the like cishet patriarchy because it lesbians and you know sapphics uh but specifically lesbians are the only people who don't center men in their relationships um and i mean this is a fact but bisexual people especially bisexual women uh usually more often than not end up in relationships with men because that's how you know we were all conditioned so it's as much as you're still centering women as well uh bisexual women still still center men to some degree because they're still attracted to them um and because specifically lesbian shows where there is like a sapphic couple there's there's no man you lose a large percentage of your audience and the the men who do watch are going to fetishize it so as opposed to um shows that have that are achillean so have two men um because then you know gay men will watch it and straight women will watch it because then they're going to fetishize that Yeah, that makes complete sense. Um, the first, like, real queer show I think that I watched was probably She-Ra. It, it, there's, okay, it, it's the She-Ra to Arcane Pipeline. That's what it is, right? I saw She-Ra books at my work the other day, and I think I'm going to buy them tomorrow. Please do. But I, like, I watched She-Ra, I think, the first time a year ago. Probably about a year ago at this point. Probably a year. Yeah. And I just... I... I loved it so... I just... It was so good. The story, everything, the voice actors. Um, and I always have this moment where the the woman who voices Scorpia um, plays this manager. I, I, don't, I don't remember her name, but she voices this... She plays this manager in Superstore. And I remember as soon as I watched that, I was like, oh my goodness, it's Scorpia. Like, Scorpia <laughs> in real life. Um, I love when you see cameos. Like, no, I don't know if it's that's called cameos. That's not a just, cameo. That's, that's, I know that's not a cameo. When you but, see like, actors just, in different works. Yes. But it, to me, it's a cameo. I'm like, oh my god, that's <laughs> She-Ra. Like, whatever. Um, but um, that was, like, Adora. Adora, I, I, I kinned Adora hard. Like, Adora was a hard kin, definitely, um, from the very beginning. And then it became Catra, and then it became Adora again. See, I had the reverse. There's definitely some... Yeah. Yeah, I definitely... I'm, I'm a Catra kin. All my mm. kins are, like, not as, like, concerning as my younger siblings, but... Like, definitely concerning. Like, mine are like, do you need to talk about it? And my siblings are more like... Homicidal maniacs? I wasn't going to say it. But there are definitely some... Do we have any tendencies that we want to talk about? But, you know, they're they're a lovely young person. But do scare me sometimes. The one thing, though, that I am really like happy with about the future of queer media is 
the representation in books is just phenomenal these days. It is. It, we still have a long way to go, and in terms of book talk and recs, but like we've got so many good books out there, and it's just really wonderful to have such a huge variety. And the thing is, books will never really go away. Like yeah, I was having this conversation with a coworker a long time ago, almost almost a year ago. And um, he's a he's a gay man, and he was talking about the fact that he really hates coming out stories. Absolutely mm. hates them. But he's like, I'm glad that I'm at the point, and we're at the point where I can choose to just avoid those stories, because for a while that was all. I that also was. like whoever said, like I I hate the idea of coming out stories because they lied to you. It's not a coming out once. You always have to keep coming out. I feel like, like I come I, out every day. I, oh, no, I come out to everybody, I, basically. <laughs> if I know that there's something, like, ish. But I literally will introduce myself. I'll go, hi, I'm Maddie. Um, I like film and theater, and I'm your local lesbian disaster. Like, hi, that's me. Um, and you either love it or you either hate it. Most people that I know that I, like, am friends with do quite like it. Not like it, like it, but, like, they just... It's okay, and they're it's really nice awful. because, <laughs> like, they're yeah, they're, they're just a basic human beings, which I feel like we should be at this point in history. But then again, you know, which is why we're going to be doing tons of like politics talks on here. This is like the the thing about this podcast is it's just whatever I want to talk about, which. I bet someone, the, I'll tell you actually the reason why I started this podcast is someone DM'd me. I was talking about something and someone DM'd me and they were like, uh, side note, but you have a really gorgeous voice. And I was like, thank you. I was like, oh. And I was like, I talk a lot. I want a space to talk about things. Um, let's do this. And here we are. Um, we'll see how it goes. Um, knowing myself, I'll do like two episodes and I'll be like, okay, I give up now. But I actually tried to start a podcast like about a year ago with another friend of mine and it just never happened. Um, so now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be this by myself and just talk about whatever and get to have some amazing people talk. I think you would you love... Know? I think you would love book talk drama. I'll have to. I'll have to get you all caught up on it because it's it's a mess. I know a little bit. Like I see kind of like tiny things, but for the most <laughs> part, I'm too busy involved in the drama of my own life. Like That's book fair. talks, like on hold right now. Like I'll come back to book talk. Um, I got to figure out my own drama right now. Um, let's start wrapping up though, and just catching up on any final points we want to make one thing that you want an audience member or listener to take away from your, like one piece of advice you wish you could pass on right now. Okay. (laughs) Um, so I think one thing that I would like to pass on to the lovely young people or not so young people, but you're not old if you're not my 85 year old grandmother, uh, listening is, the idea that there is media made for you. Like, y- it might take some time to find, um, but I think you can relate to this as well of, like, there is media that one day you're going to go, oh, my God, that was literally made for me. And it's a very it's a very common experience of 
having usually when you're older when you're part of a marginalized community Mm -hmm. but it is out there and you will experience it and you will feel seen and heard and I hope my rambling can also make you feel seen and heard I really love that and where can people Um, find you if they want to get in contact with you Kit Hemmings on Instagram uh I have a website where I post think pieces called The Entirely True Opinion of a Tired Gen Z. Um, I have three TikToks, but the ones you you can find me on the most is uh, Books and Kit, where I post political stuff as well as um, lesbian books. Everything I do has to do with the fact that I'm gay. I repressed it so long that it's become my entire personality. And that's okay. It's okay that it's your entire personality. But thank you so much, lovely listeners, for tuning in. Hopefully you stuck around till the end. um, And we look forward to seeing you again next week. So make sure to stay hydrated, stay gay, and above all, just be happy. Thank you.